You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Have you had the Pfizer two-part vaccination yet? Well, get ready for part three. If the company's CEO gets his way. Myself, I got the one-and-done Johnson & Johnson shot. There'll be no booster shots for me. Blood clots, be darned. Another week. More mass casualty events. I'm so glad Orange Man Bad is gone. How many did we have during his racist, fascist presidency again? Oh, that's right. We didn't have any. And as usual, the OFNT podcast is brought to you from the studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility. Now on to some tech news. Apple has announced an event scheduled for April 20th. I expect the event to be iPad Pro heavy. I don't know if we will see the new mini LED screens or not, but they're rumored to be coming. A redesigned iPad mini is supposed to be introduced also, but though it will feature thinner bezels, it won't resemble the design of the iPad Pros or Air. Another product that is finally supposed to be shown is the long-awaited AirTags. These bottle cap-sized items will let you track stuff they are placed in via your iPhone or iPad. These have been rumored to be coming for so long that any interest I had in this product has been lost. Unless these AirTags can do something that I really need them to do, or do something that I didn't know I needed them to do, they are a non-starter for me. But then again, I've said this about various products and services in the past and wound up buying or using them. We'll see if the Phantom AirTags make an appearance. So to sum things up, the only thing the tech press is pretty sure about is that we will see new iPad Pros, but then again... We might not. Our favorite hack, the SolarWinds hack. 
still has not faded from the headlines as ZDNet.com has the following headline. Solar winds. U.S. and U.K. blame Russian intelligence service hackers for major cyber attack. The accusation, and let's remember this is still just that as no evidence has been presented, came from a joint advisory, whatever that means, from the NSA, CIS, and FBI. I wonder if any of this can be the direct result of our buddy Snowden and his gift that keeps on giving of our intelligence crown jewels to first the MSS and then the SVR. Remember, Snowden had a nice long layover in Hong Kong before finding a home with his new comrades in Russia. Anyhow, what I'd really like to know is how an obscure company like SolarWinds wound up with all those lucrative government and big business contracts and why it took another company who was a victim of the same hack, FireEyes, to bring the hack and its immense scope to the public's attention. Just a cursory glance at the origin of SolarWinds using the intertubes reveals the usual suspects. SolarWinds was founded by a former Walmart China. executive and his brother with funding from unknown China. origins. Then later from old seed-moneyed Mitt Romney's Bain Capital. Thank you. Then the company went public, got taken private, then went public again. Former CEO Kevin Thompson sold off stock before resigning last year, just as news of the hack was being released. He was replaced with the standard-issue Magic Indian CEO, and what I think this all points to is a multi-organizational intel op in which they lost control of. I wish I had time for a deep dive, but hey, I have a day job which pays the bills. I'm sure there'll be more coming out on this story in the future. CNBC.com is reporting what others have reported before, that this will be the last year we get an iPhone mini. As I've told you before in previous episodes, there is or was a small but vocal group of people calling on Apple to make a fully featured phone in a smaller form factor. Every time you read a comment chain on any Apple forum concerning iPhones, you'd always come upon them whining about how the current iPhones were just too big and their particular needs were being ignored. So Apple comes out with the SE, and these same people complain that it didn't have all the features of the regular iPhone. Again, you're ignoring our needs, Apple. Well, Apple released a mini, and these previously whining people seem to have disappeared. Sales of the minis reportedly have been lower than expectations, so Apple will give this model the axe next year. I guess the people calling for a smaller form factor also wanted a much smaller price to go along with that form factor. There are rumors bouncing around the old interwebs that Apple is working on a combination Apple TV, soundbar, and camera. The idea being to bring FaceTime to your television screen. I don't know about that idea, but what do I know what other people want? Another thing the Fruity Ones are supposedly working on is a HomePod with a screen and camera which follows you around the room like some Alexa models and Facebags Portal. Again, I'm not too sure about that idea. Oh, and speaking of Facebag, I mean Facebook, I haven't seen anything about the smartwatch they were rumored to be gearing up to release. And maybe that's a good thing. Tech I'm using. 
I still don't have my new Apple CarPlay-equipped vehicle. The dealership called earlier in the week and tried to make me accept something different than what I wanted, but I turned them down. Why is it so difficult to buy a new vehicle with the features you want these days? Just yesterday, the dealership sent me a link to fill out a credit application, which means my vehicle is in. I pick it up tomorrow morning. I'll finally be able to mess around with CarPlay, and I'll let you know my impressions of it. Other than that, I really haven't gotten any new pieces of tech to play with, and with Father's Day's two months off, it will unfortunately probably stay that way. One thing I have my eye on, though, is a Zoom H1N audio recorder. I already have the H4N, but that thing is a monster to carry around. I figure the H1N will be easier to deploy. We'll see what happens. Entertainment news. Another quiet week in entertainment, as I guess the Hollywood elite are gearing up for a triumphal return to entertainment dominance. In the past, I've told you that I really enjoy stuff being produced by Europe's Studio Canal. A recent binge of mine has been the Studio Canal produced 000 on Amazon's Prime Video Service. It tells the tale of a drug shipment and attracts it from Mexico to Italy and the people involved in it. Lots of intrigue and violence and a great watch. Now, if the other series that I usually watch on Prime would come out and be released, I'd be a happy camper. I finally got around to watching Apple TV Plus's uh, hit show, Ted Lasso. It's an enjoyable watch, but it's not rip-roaringly funny or over-the-top. What we have here is one of those cute television shows. Another Apple TV show I binged back during the lockdown was Mythic Quest. Friday, I received a notification on my watch while at work that a new episode of the show was available. Thinking this was the first episode of the new season... I look forward to seeing it. In fact, it wasn't an episode from the second season, but uh, I don't know. It was called a special episode. Last year, they did a special lockdown episode, which I and others appreciated. This one was not as good and seemed like an episode that was done just to get the cast warmed up for the new season. Well, I hope the new season is better than this episode was. NewYorkDailyNews.com has the headline. Robert De Niro running low on cash due to cost of nasty divorce, coronavirus pandemic. Lawyer. Huh. Trump-hating big-screen tough guy Bobby D might become broke. Maybe if you'd paid more attention to your marriage rather than politics, you could have saved some money for yourself. When is the last time this guy made a good movie? Maybe it was the score from 2001? I really don't remember. Also, if you saw the amount of money these two parties in the, this divorce piss away every month just for expenses, like me, you'd have no sympathy for either one of them. And finally, uh, we're going to end on a sad note this section. Rest in peace, Rusty Young. I wasn't really a fan of the country rock genre, but the band you fronted for 50 years, Poco, was the best of them all, and I have fond memories in my life in which your songs are the background music to. If you never listened to Poco, I suggest streaming some of their stuff. I'd recommend starting with the album Legend.
podcast news. Last episode, I told you about Apple having a podcast dedicated to an upcoming show on its Apple Plus TV service. I said at the time that I wished other shows would do that. Well, Amazon Prime video series, The Boys, which I'm a fan of, now has a companion podcast. This is from allaccess.com. The podcast was produced by At Will Media and is called The Boys, the official podcast. I'll be checking it out soon and I'll let you know how it is. Right now, the show seems to be only available on Amazon Music, and that's the podcast I'm talking about. From RadioInc.com, podcast host Libsyn has acquired podcast monetization platform Glow, which works similar to Patreon, I understand. This will allow users to build membership programs and generate listener-supported revenue, says the press release. Libsyn keeps adding pieces in their quest to become a one-stop podcasting solution like Anchor.fm. Again, I have to point out what the difference is. Anchor is free. Libsyn is pay-for-play. I, myself, think they should get rid of the way they charge customers before they can rebound. Right now, they charge by the megabyte. Again, if Libsyn next buys a podcast production studio, well, that would really be interesting. From an article on podcastmovement.com, Spotify's car thing drives new behavioral insights, reads the headline. If you didn't know or even care, the music and podcast streaming giant Spotify has just released its first piece of hardware. It's called, as the headline suggested, car thing. Basically, it's a touchscreen with a knob which interfaces with your phone and then your car's audio system through either a cable or Bluetooth. It seems to have been designed for those who have older model cars not equipped with Apple's CarPlay or Android Auto, which presently, well not for long, describes me and my son. Spotify is giving these away, but you do have to pay for shipping is something like $6.99. We both signed up for the car thing, so let's see what happens. Road, the Australian microphone podcast and studio equipment maker has just released a free piece of software called Rode Connect. It's basically a stripped-down digital version of the company's Rodecaster Pro podcast production interface. Connect will allow you to connect up to four USB microphones to one computer and record either separate tracks or one stereo file. The software also has a compressor and noise gate, along with effects or effects, I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, obviously, oral exciter and big bottom effects. The really nice thing about Rode Connect is its price. Did I tell you? It's free. But what's the catch, you might ask? Well, I'll tell you. It can only be used with Rode's NT-USB mini microphones, which currently cost $99 a pop. You'll need longer and most likely different USB cables, depending on what computer you have. And Rode has released some caps for the top of the microphone so you can differentiate between them. So I guess you're looking at about uh, 500 bucks, not including headphones, for a four-person setup. That's too bad you can only use that particular microphone, though. Still, if you're just starting out or need a setup for the Rode, this isn't a bad deal. You can start off with one NT-USB Mini and use the Connect software as your digital audio workstation, and you'd already be ahead of the curve as far as effects and compression goes. 
As you know, I am not a big fan of the scripted big money back podcast. They might feature a host, an investigator or whatever, but in reality, a bunch of people worked hard behind the scenes to make that show possible. I'm currently listening to one of these shows. Stay away from Matthew McGill on Odyssey or Audacity. I don't know. The revamped former radio.com app. That's, that's what it's called now. Odyssey. The story the podcast tells is intriguing and interesting, but the narration had started to grate on me. The host is a journalist and speaks in a certain manner that I've noticed many male radio and television journalists speak like these days. Just makes me wonder. Hey, but hey, uh, that's a subject for a different show. The uh, host also called aircraft hijackers activists. So, yeah. I also started listening to a podcast from independent production studio K2 Integrity called Digging Deeper, which investigates investigators. Good idea, I think. Remember, support independent podcasters and their networks. They'd appreciate it. And finally, as far as this podcast goes, I haven't invested any money for any software or hardware in a bit. But I am considering switching out microphones and going back to my Rode Procaster. I won't tell you when I do, but let me know if and when you hear a difference. Time for my rant. Is it really that difficult to get a factual message out about the state of the pandemic? The media tells us about what a great job this administration on, is doing with rolling out the vaccinations. But at the same time, they keep telling us that cases are going up and we won't be out of the woods until next winter. If people are getting vaccinated in record numbers and these vaccines are as great as Fauci and company are telling us they are, why are cases going up and why is it that the estimated time things will start getting back to normal keep being pushed back? What happened to the science they keep pointing to? Why are the goals and goalposts constantly being moved further and further away? I can see how some people would think that this has been a scamdemic and an overreaction. I was watching a panel on, I guess it was CNBC, consisting of a young black woman, an old white woman, an even older white man, and a young Hispanic man. The host asked each of them about their experience getting the jab. Jab, a term for vaccination I'm getting really tired of. Each of them stated how happy they were, and all of them said they cried tears of joy after receiving the shot. Are these people for real? Do they represent the nation? Have we become a nation of emotional idiots? I hope not. Because if we have, I worry about my grandchildren's future if these are the type of people who will be making tough decisions in the future. Episode 75 is rapidly becoming part of podcast history. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com. Again, if you are so inclined. Tell me what you like and dislike. I'd love hearing from you. So be safe, and I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Okay, here's a jab for you, and you, and you. And unless you want some more of this, get off my lawn. I'm out. See you next week. Take care.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.